It's Tuesday, July 25th, and this is Two Guys, Three Trends, the show where we run through the top three trending topics on Google Trends. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and of course here on Anchor. So give us a call in and tell us what you think. This is all presented by Avenue 4 Communications, a creative technology and digital marketing firm. Let's get trending. three trends i'm kieran and i'm mac and we are talking about for the first trend today uh well donald trump made it back to the top again yeah, um, no surprise there he was uh speaking at the boy scouts of america national scout jamboree mm. and he managed to make the whole thing about himself of course yeah uh you know talked he talked about firing tom price at it he was talking about hillary clinton uh, but you know what he wasn't talking so much about, you know, Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts. Yeah. Uh, typical so, in typical Donald Trump fashion. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I'm getting real sick of this guy. I'm not going to get too political uh, on our podcast because we're not about that, but, uh, you know, what might be like an okay segue though, because we're in marketing, they've, yeah. instead of, you know, talking about so much Donald Trump here at Boy Scouts of America, like a, if you're at a place, yep. you should probably speak about the group that you are a part of, a part of, you know, hanging yep. out with talking about, especially because it's kids, you want to inspire them. Uh, but also they have the, uh, new communications director. Yep. Uh, is it Scaramucci? Yeah, I actually, you know what I saw is, uh, I was on Twitter last night uh, doing some research and uh, I came across a video that The Daily Show published that was this guy copying Donald Trump's exact mannerisms to a T. Oh, like he I studied Donald Trump's mannerisms. He does like, you know, the Alec Baldwin SNL impression. He does like the little baby hands, all that kind of stuff. It's almost identical. Like every single every single movement, motion and movement is the same. That's like that. I think I saw a piece of it just as I was flipping through my Facebook feed as well. And yeah, it's like I saw like the the hand thing where he like scoops, yeah, scoops some sand up and like does that. Uh, That's it's surprising. The one thing I want to know about is like how they kind of write up their talking points. Because every potential, like every briefing, if this guy is like taking Donald Trump's mannerisms, every briefing obviously is a potential PR nightmare. Yeah. Right? So what I want to, I always want to know, I think that's the one thing that I've always wanted to see are like, what are the actual talking points that they have? Oh, I can't even imagine. I feel like they get so skewed. What, by the way, what happened to Sean Spicer? He surprisingly uh, found, eventually, you know, he, he found that he was making, he was having to do too many things that he, uh, you know, and being in too many situations where he felt uncomfortable, but he was mainly referencing, like, the environment that he was in, because obviously the things that he had to say are clearly ridiculous. Are ridiculous. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, you know, again, the opposite of any PR tactic that you mm. want to take. You know, yeah. you want to... 
you don't want to actually inform. You want to tell the truth, and you want to I mean, create good action, right? Yeah. And that's pretty much every White House press, press briefing is the, the opposite of that. Yeah. I mean, we're in communications. I'm in communications. I don't know what uh, sum of money somebody would have to pay me to represent Donald Trump. It would ha- in fact, I don't think I would do it for all the money in the world. Just on principle, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it either. I couldn't get up there. Unless I could be sarcastic about everything, I couldn't do it. Yeah, if, if I could put everything in scare quotes, that would probably <laughs> yeah, be the only way. Then it way. would be fine. Yeah, uh, he had the largest crowd <laughs> at any inauguration ever. He's doing air quotes, right? Yeah, yeah. there's air quotes on yeah. <laughs> All right, and the uh, next trending topic that we have going on here uh, involves... Isris Oxrinkus, and it's mm. in New Jersey. That's pretty good. Better um, than I would have done. <laughs> uh, a charter fishing trip lands a 926-pound mako shark, the largest ever caught in New Jersey. What? Like, did these guys catch this in honor of Shark Week? That's my question. They must. It had to be. It must have been a Shark Week <laughs> thing. Yeah, it was a Shark Week thing. That is a big fish. Yeah, apparently it was a little... Oh, you know what? It's actually not that big. It's not that big. The photo, it's... Like, those good people are ostensibly six feet tall. It's Have you ever seen like a blue a whale? 20... Those are big. Those That's are... not that big. That's actually one of my worst fears. Is, is whales. Whales? whales? Yeah. I... But they're so gentle. No. They're gentle until you're in the ocean. Are you one. more scared of whales than a shark? Yeah. Wow. Big whales. Big whales. Big whales don't normally, uh, yeah, don't get a bad uh, rap usually. Actually, you know what? Maybe I take that back. Like, it depends on the kind of shark. Like a great white. I'd probably rather be in an enclosed area with a blue whale than a great white shark. Because looking at the picture here, like, the head of this mako shark is the length of this guy's legs. Yeah. You could fit a whole human leg in that, guy, in that mako shark's mouth. Uh, I've been watching some of Shark Week. I haven't. Uh, what? Michael Phelps raced a shark? Well, not... He didn't literally race a shark. Like, they didn't line him up in a lap pool. Yeah, but and, and I, I know, but they, they timed it. They timed how they fast timed he it. could They swim. gave him one of those body fins, so basically turned him into a merman. Yeah. And, uh, and then he, he raced, uh, and he got obliterated by it. Like, he lost. But, well, it was, it was closer than you would think, but it's yeah. not close enough to outrun a shark. Hmm. Uh, if because, anybody could do it, it would be Michael Phelps. Though. Yeah, and he can't, so you cannot run away from a shark. I, I've been... Uh, that I've been being in, said, adrenaline wasn't a factor. Do <laughs> you think he would swim fast enough if he was actually... Oh, fight or flight. Chase? Well, no, but fight or flight does something to people. It does help. It, def- it definitely does help. I'm still blown away by this. It's, yeah, 12 feet, 926-pound shark. Uh, the one thing that's also been... Uh, just to talk more about Shark Week for a second is that... Um, the Shark Week is like a juggernaut for like ratings for Discovery, for Discovery Channel. Yeah, the marketing around, so true. around Shark Week is insane. Yep. Uh, you know, like they bring, like they've got Michael Phelps on, they've got other, like they have other stars. Yeah. Uh, I used to go like watch cable again when, when Shark Week would come on. I, I stopped doing that recently because uh, I just go and watch the highlights online. But it's the same thing, like, um, well, similar kind of situation. Um, was it SNL. SNL's ratings were the worst they'd ever been in 10 years. They were basically ready to close shop. And then, thank God for Donald Trump. Yeah. Save them. So, well, I don't think Trump has saved sharks. No. No. 
Trump is. I not. actually have yet to see any connection. It looks like one though. <laughs> but like one of those like those Greenland sharks that can live to be like six hundred years old and like they go blind and they're just like they just swim around. They just swim around like the. I just I'm imagining the face. Actually, I was watching the alien alien sharks last mm-hmm. night and the goblin shark. And it has like these jaw- are real things. Yeah, it's called a goblin shark, and it has jaws that like, that like kind of stick out. Like if you can imagine, you know those claw toys to pick up mm-hmm. stuff off the ground, yep. and how like the little extender part happens. Yep. That's like what their mouth does. And uh, maybe that's scarier than a great white shark. Actually, they're not that big though. Uh, you know, like they're only they only grow up to be like five or six feet long, which which means there's it's only as like tall a, as I am. A quarter. Yeah, but there's only like a you know half a foot of mouth. There, but those ones it's more mouth than I got, Kieran. From this, from the side, those look like they have a Donald Trump profile, and they have this little like snout thing that sticks out, and it looks it could be his hair. Somebody please overlay that if you're if you're any kind of graphic artist. Yeah, I would love that actually. I would Goblin Shark Trump would be great to see. Get some virality. Yeah, but Shark but Shark Week is uh, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge, and that ha- and that shark. Also huge. Just to be regular, like caught regularly just, off the coast of New Jersey. You know, I got to talk about this just as a, I, I know we're f- closing up this segment here, this trend, but as a marketer, I can't help but bring up that I don't understand how, dis, you know, channels, stations like uh, Discovery are making any money. Like, I understand people are paying for the television commercials, mm-hmm. but how much longer can that last? Wow, well... Not much longer. Just not much longer. What's the first thing you do when an ad comes on? Get a snack. Or? Other unspeakable things. Go on your phone. Yeah, oh, that, or yeah, that I do that. For, fast forward through it. Nobody watches commercials anymore. That's true. I don't know. I'm very interested with the amount of sustained attention that YouTube can hold me for right now. Like, and I'll watch ads on YouTube, which is weird. That is I weird. caught myself doing that. Well, no, like, I, I'll go out of my way to watch an ad on YouTube sometimes. Really? Yeah, uh, like some, yeah, sometimes I'll go out of my way to watch an ad on YouTube, um, but that's because I like advertising. So I would actually seek, I seek out ads that I've heard are good hmm. and watch them. Now, I won't necessarily watch a pre-roll ad hmm. on YouTube. I will. I, I think the survey feature is a really cool one. Have you seen that? No, I haven't gotten one of those yet. Answer a sur- pick uh, or answer this survey to get to the video. Just answer a survey. Click next. And there you go. Man. Milk me for my information. That's really yeah. interesting. I think it's smart. If they had There's surveys that were 100% about sharks. You'd answer all of them. I would answer all of them. You, I think you can skip the survey and go to an ad instead if you want. But they give <laughs> me surveys all the time because they know I'm happy for them. I'm fine with them data mining me. That makes sense. Yeah. That's Data's interesting. King. I haven't seen one of those. Data's king. And our third trending topic going into it, um, you know, Chipotle... The place that you love to eat at 2 a.m. after a night out at the bar. Never had Chipotle. Actually, maybe. Actually, you know what? I've never had Chipotle either. We're Canadian. We don't have Chipotle. We don't have Chipotle. We hear that it's great, and uh, obviously lots of people eat it, but also lots of people have been getting sick. Uh, the Chipotle norovirus is back, and apparently 135 people are sick. After eating at the fast food chain, but at the same time, uh, looking at this Bloomberg article from a little while ago, uh, so you know, take these headlines with a grain of salt. Uh, one International Business Times, sometimes known to like blow up a story a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with the Bloomberg one here though. Uh, second person test positive for norovirus tied directly to Chipotle. Uh, so that's a PR nightmare. That is a bit of a PR nightmare for Chipotle. 
health officials said that norovirus is believed to be what caused dozens of people to report becoming ill after eating at a Chipotle in suburban Washington, D.C. earlier this month. What's Chipotle going to say about it? Uh, they've apparently they've struggled to recover from past food scares. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see like what their statement was or how they're going to try and pull themselves out of this. They it, probably haven't even given one. Yeah, it doesn't look like they have given a statement yet, uh, but they have noted uh, that its procedures for dealing with such issues quickly uh, are stringent and uh, that its food is safe to eat. So that's just kind of their basic statement. I don't think they've prepared anything otherwise. Um, but a, yeah, that's a tough one to get out of. It's tough because. Uh, you, you know, again, we expect, like, pristine food, but at the same time, like, food is food, and people are people, and... It's gonna not work sometimes. It can't always... You can't always be 100%, in, like, yeah. saved, saved from every possible thing it's for tough. food. It's tough to argue that, though, because anybody could say, oh, well, it's a numbers game, you know, you're serving a million meals a day, there's a million people eating your food at some point, you know, statistically, somebody's going to get ill from your food. Um, but how often do you hear, like, something like this happening at Subway or Starbucks or whatever it may be, right? That's oh, maybe true. We'll, maybe we'll check. Maybe we'll... Maybe like, we'll, I mean, we don't want to put anybody on blast here, but... Um, yeah, I'm, we'll, have to, we'll have to look into it uh, for other ones, but... Uh, I just... Yeah. Yeah, Chipotle. Okay, so Chipotle has been taking steps, and uh, the, you know, again, good PR steps. You wanna you wanna address is- address the issue, yeah. then uh, actually try and solve the issue, put steps in place, and you wanna put steps in place to make sure it never happens again. And of acknowledge, course, acknowledge the mistake. Yeah, acknowledge the mistake, and of course, never uh, you know never lie either. So uh, they closed down the location quickly. That's, after- an, that's an sorry. I gotta stop for a second. That's an interesting one. Hey, acknowledge the mistake. Yeah. You know who did a really bad job of that this year? Who? United. Oh, that's true. It took them how long to acknowledge the mistake? And not only that, but their CEO sent an email to the entire company specifically saying that they didn't make a mistake. That is not the cool way to do it. That is literally... the opposite. I view that like punching somebody on the playground, getting called into the principal's office, and saying, I'm not even sorry. Oh, man. Is that too far? No, that's, that's pretty much what it would feel like if you were the if you were the person who that happened to definitely yeah. um but you, you but you say it in front of the whole school that's what happens when you do it via via an email uh, yeah. chipotle taking different steps though so that's good uh they um say that they've now reopened the location after complete sanitization uh has proceed yeah has procedures but its stock uh nevertheless did fall uh food scares are a little bit a little bit tough to do as an investment opportunity if the stock falls from something like that, like, I I would immediately buy. Yeah, I just view things as the same thing with United, right? Like Berkshire Hathaway owned a ton of United stock. You think Warren Buffett was shaken? No, because the real evaluation of the business is the same. Like exterior opinions of the company only have effect on the like overall financials of the company to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be fads. There's going to be uh, dips of bad PR and good PR that are going to affect the stock, but you shouldn't play off the value of how people are viewing the stock. You should play off the actual, you know, like profit and loss and the balance statement. How much debt does the company have on it? What's the company actually worth? That's you know? true. Well, Those things get blown up all the time. That's true. And uh, hopefully, you know, Chipotle's recovery also leads to, you know, stock recovery and hopefully also no one else getting sick. So, yeah, uh, you know, that's the third trend for today. Hopefully we also try some Chipotle at some point. I want it. 
Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any thoughts about the episode today or just want to talk about the trending topics, we're here. You can give us a call in on Anchor. It's super easy. And uh, you can always subscribe to this podcast, not only on Anchor, but also on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music. This is all being presented by Avenue 4 Communications, which is a digital marketing and creative technology firm in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and Montreal, here to help with any of your digital marketing needs. Uh, You can check us out at avenue4.com, or you can check out the rest of the podcast if you don't want to have anything to do with our sponsor at twoguys3trends.com. Follow us on Anchor. Give us a call in. We will see you tomorrow. (laughs) 